Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gil, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Engvall. I'm here with my guy, Robbie Falke. What's going on, man? How you doing? Greetings and salutations. I'm great, man. Another beautiful day. Excited to talk about shoes. I feel like I always say that, but I am legitimately happy. And as long as you're alive, it's a good day. So, what's up? I mean, it's it's... Always a good day to talk sneakers, in my opinion. I, I, I could talk about it forever with everybody, with yeah, anyone. So um, I'm glad that uh, we've got some some interesting stuff to talk about on this episode coming up, talking about some some All-Star Weekend releases. Before we get into it, business first, I want to thank uh, some people for leaving reviews. We uh, didn't have a review the last episode. So this review comes from the Nick D. 2020 is your year. Picked up. Picked this podcast up recently after the sneaker podcast recommended them. And I'm happy I did keep up the good work guys. Yo sneaker podcast. Thank you for the shout out. Um, by, by the way, and, and obviously thank you to the Nick D for the review. Hell yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, you know, I, I, I'm always trying to make sneaker history about the community and that doesn't necessarily always get portrayed in just the daily stuff that we post. But if you, uh, Head to the site. You can find like a complete list of sneaker podcasts we put together. Uh, there's probably 20 of them are on there. And uh, you can leave a comment if I need to, to add to it. I just want to keep it updated. So if you guys start a new podcast and are talking about sneakers, if you have another podcast that you listen to regularly, um, head over to sneakerhistory.com. It should be pinned towards the top of the page. Um, and you guys can, you know, check out what we have on there and make sure that we got anybody that's out there that's doing a podcast on sneakers. So we would appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much for showing love. We're not out here competing, even though we're the best, but we're not, it's not, it's not a competition. <laughs> we love everybody. Um, so uh, what, uh, what are you rocking? What are you copping? That's today, that Kobe Robbie? Bryant confidence right there um what did i rock today oh it was um not nice today it was raining and nasty so um i wore the bread toe jordan ones because jordan ones really do repel water pretty damn well um yeah so that's what i wore today and on the radar spoiler alert pretty much half of the shoes we're going to be talking about from this jordan preview slash nike preview slash adidas is dropping one shoe so i'll say that the adidas d rose one retro from his uh second all-star game appearance or first i think it was a second in dallas um the addy rose in that bright ass yellow you know yeah, what i'm talking about simian, like the all uh, yellow like the simian high school simian. yeah with a blue piping um those are super clean and I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you they, they kind of speak to me so switching it up on people we're going with an adidas pick i'm going with those d roses how about you all right so uh i actually wore some d roses today wore the the d rose four um just like the black and red colorway uh, not necessarily like my favorite of the rose line but definitely one of them i thought uh i thought one through four was pretty solid in the d rose line but on my radar, the Nike Air Max One like City Pack, specifically the London colorway, it's like gray and shades of blue, and it's got a bunch of different materials. And 
supposedly only releasing overseas in March, but there's an Amsterdam colorway and then there's a London colorway and the London colorway is fire AF to me. So hopefully I can actually get those somehow, some way, but. Gorgeous. Let's uh, let's just get right into it. 2020 All-Star Weekend releases. What uh, what's uh, what's first on the list? What do you want to start with? Where's Under Armour and Puma and more Adidas at? I mean, it's great. We have Nike here. Maybe Nike's just first to the first to the starting block, so to speak. Um, but there's this like, I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't counter later in the day. Somebody didn't counter with more of something to combat this Nike and Jordan onslaught. Um, first up, though, I mean. Let's just start with the one we knew about for a hot minute. The Airship and Air Jordan one pack. Still not for me. I know you're a fan of them. Just. They don't speak to me personally. It's, it's I don't I don't want a two pack of shoes. I really hope I can get that one. On its own, then I'd be interested that just two pack of shoe boxes take up so much room. They're cumbersome. And I'm just not trying to cop it. Kudos to the pack, though. That's fair. That's fair points. I think for me, the 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 Jordan one is is. Uh, they're both super appealing to me just for the nostalgia play on them. But oddly enough, right now, I don't have any Air Jordan ones with red in them. What? Yeah, I I, I mean. I always figure like with red, with Chicago colorways, right? Like everything comes in a Chicago colorway. So as much as I love the Jordan ones, I'm more likely going to wear colorways that I like now more so than a Chicago colorway. Not that I don't like the Chicago colorways, but like I'm going to wear like a, a court purple because it's King's colors and I'm going to wear chatter backboards because it's Giants colors somehow that kind of has been like a shift in the way that I go after Air Jordan ones. But when it comes to like Chicago colorways, right? I mean, I would wear like fire red fours. I would wear, you know, any number of the Jordan threes. I think I'm, I've got some Farsi, Farsi red Jordan sixes around still. Generally speaking, I have plenty of Chicago colorways, except now I don't have like a pair of Jordan ones. So this pack specifically would scratch that itch for me. So I'm, I'm still hopeful to uh, get my hands on a pair or a, a set, I should say. Yeah, there's two ways to view that. There's the beautiful way in the kind of way you just detailed where you can rep your team's colors. There's so many Jordan one variants now. That there's a color scheme to match your stees. Doesn't matter who you rock. There's a Jordan one for you. The other side of that could be like the negative point of view. Like, oh, they're they're bastard. They're making way too many Jordan ones. Like, I'm sick of it. It's oversaturated. Yada, yada. And, and I would shy away from that point of view and lean towards more what you were saying. But um, either way, you kind of can't go wrong with a Chicago colored one. No matter what you do, they they always work. One last note to that. How hard would it be to release a pack of shoes that where the boxes don't touch? I mean, like, can't you just put two shoe boxes in one box and mail it? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm sure other sneakerheads have this problem. There's only so much real estate, and I'm pretty much playing Jenga every time I put shoes away. So it's like, make it two separate shoes, but together, I don't know. But just the one big box so, kills me. I think that's a great point. The, the, and, and this is like one of those hashtag sneakerhead problems, right? My thing is when I get a pack of two shoes, right? Typically, it's going to go towards the bottom of a stack because I want to keep the box if I buy this uh, any kind of pack, right? Like that's part of the allure of a pack is having the whole set t together in one. And so they're not going to go in like drop fronts or anything like that. They're going to stay in the box, but the box then has to go typically on like a bottom of the stack, if it's stacked on a shelf or in the bottom of the closet or in a room that's stacked even higher. 
And then you almost never wear the shoes. Like, true. I have, this is totally random, but I have a pair of uh, and one Tai Chi's that were released with like the two chillin', which was like the slip on casual shoe for the 20th anniversary of the Tai Chi. Like, I don't even remember 20, shoot, 2017? 14? Like, I, no, maybe it wasn't the 20th. I'm trying to think now. It had to have been the 20th anniversary because it's got like the two X's on it. But I haven't worn those shoes in forever because they're always at the bottom of the pile. Wherever I move and wherever I move them to, inevitably they get put on the bottom of the stack. And then I just don't wear them. So, uh, the hashtag sneaker problems, if you sneaker head problems, if you can relate. <laughs> that is, I mean, for me, I put them on the very, very top. There's a little shelf in my closet. Basically, all those two packs I have up there never get worn for the same reason you just said. Like they're they're too high up for me, though. Conversely, it's tough. Um, let's just use that same tough segue to talk about a shoe that's for sure coming in its own box and not coming in a pack. Um, the Jordan Five Off White, the Virgil Five, the Look for Inspiration Wherever You Can Five that he had a metallic five at one point in his life, five. Um, <laughs> I mean, I joke around, but this shoe's dope. Like seeing these firsthand photos and not stock photos or early images, which side note, here's a PSA for everybody. Most of those early images you see of every shoe are fake. I don't care what shoe it is. I've had that confirmed by so many people working at Nike and Adidas. They're always fake. So take everything you see months early with a grain of salt. These are factory released and they look so much better. Like I'm really feeling that kind of translucent glow in the dark, probably green. I like the cutouts. I I like the netting. I just, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely grown on me. So I I think, you know, to your point about early release stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And and unfortunately, like there's so many sites and so many Instagram accounts that are just trying to push the latest stuff and they'll repost a bunch of like clearly fake sites. Um, But I would suggest like if you're if you're on Twitter, follow Josh Benedict from Nike. his handle is the underscore real underscore jobby. And he's kind of like their PR media guy. And he posted up a picture of him today with the off white shirt in the background with the Jordan wings logo, which looks really dope. Um, but the, you know, the shoe itself, he's, he said the, um, the external layer shrouds the shoe, but keeps the original color padding on the shoe is removed to make this, make it slimmer around the ankle releases February 15th globally for $225. And uh, yeah, I'm with Robbie. Like this has definitely grown on me tons since I first saw it. I thought I I was, I was kind of put off by it originally. And like the more I see it, the more I'm like, damn, that does look pretty dope. I'm kind of curious how the fit will feel without that extra padding on the tongue and, and around the ankle. Cause that's, that's one of the things I actually like about the five. I know it doesn't, I know it isn't like stylish compared to like the slim, you know, fit styles that people are wearing right now, but the five being like a little bit bulkier at the ankle and a little bit more padded was always something I liked about it. So I'm curious how these will actually fit, but uh, says, uh, Oh, sorry, two sixteen globally. So. Still stoked on it, man. Like the five is one of the few I can fit in 11 and a half. And I'm sure these will fit even better. Um, Speaking of a fit, I feel like this next shoe, it has to fit your style. It has to fit your aesthetic because the Jordan one, AJKO is not for everybody. Um, This is a collaboration with Chance the Rapper, um, which I love Chance like a lot, a lot, a lot. So his presence alone makes me like these substantially more. But I'm, I'm still not a canvas type air Jordan one person. Uh, I don't like the collar. I just never have though. So it's nothing new. I, they look cool, but it's just, 
I'm not going to be pulling them off anytime soon. I think the colorway is super dope. So fresh. I actually, I'm a pretty big Chance fan too. I think it's actually really hilarious that, um, I don't know if, if uh, people remember, like, was it the, when the Colin Kaepernick ad came out, Chance the Rapper reposted, I think he reposted the meme or posted the meme of like the fuck them kids meme, Michael Jordan. And now he's got a collab with Michael uh-huh. Jordan for his charity. And I'm like, that's the most hilarious 2020 life in 2020 is you diss somebody and then get a collab with them. Uh, but he did not yeah. have 2020 vision. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he didn't. He was just like, fuck them kids. Let's make some money. You know? right. <laughs> I mean, this but. next shoe is definitely very 2020. The Jordan 10 wings. The wings has always been kind of a hit or miss, depending on your style. Again, so like the same feels as the AJKO. It's not a bad shoe. It's not an ugly shoe. It's just not the shoe for me. And that's why there's a million shoes on the market, because there's a shoe for everyone. But these wings are really kind of channeling kind of like some Maya Moore vibes, a little bit of like brighter Milwaukee Bucks vibe. It's... It's cool. It's not my style because I just don't like tens on my feet. But if you're a 10 fan and you like something a little bit out there, I can for sure see you copying the shoe. Uh, I like the 10, but I'm going to I'm going to have to quote my good friend uh, Cousteau Jacques Slade and say hard pass on these. They just don't do it for me (laughs) at all. Like there's like nothing about it that's appealing to me. (laughs) So next. As the late great Colonel Sanders once said, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. That <laughs> um, has nothing to do with it, but has everything at the same time. Um, so, I mean, this next shoe is kind of like. I've grilled it a couple times in various iterations. When you put a 720 with a Jordan shoe, we have the Lyrical Lemonade. Slash Jordan Aerospace 720. And if you're literally in outer space, these are going to be your shoes. But if you're not in outer space, these should not, these should be grounded. Let's put it that way. Like they, I can't do it. I I just, I can't, I don't like the little Jordan 10 half window on the side. I just, I could not wear these end statement. I just couldn't wear them. (laughs) I'm the same way. I think the shoe is, uh, it just doesn't have enough Jordan DNA in it for me to wear it. Like it kind of reminds me of if a Nike trainer, you know, had an airbag, like a, a full length airbag on it from the nineties, but then it just doesn't, I don't know. It's just not for me. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of Jordan releases that are non retro that I actually really like. But this one, I feel like, is doing too much. It's that's a great way of putting it. There's not enough Jordan DNA because I mean, I think if you were to put the swoosh on here, there's plenty of Nike DNA, but just there's you're right. There's not a lot of ten DNA. Um, yeah, that's a great point. If you if you threw the swoosh on there, you know, in theory, like that looks something like a like an ACG some maybe not this colorway right but like you throw like some some you know interesting acg colorways on that with a swoosh and it looks completely different but as a jordan shoe i just don't think it works so not at all um so this next one i think it does work especially since jordan brand dropped a couple women's jordan ones i want to say two years ago they're all like dipped in wax do you remember those they're women's there's like a Mm -hmm. Those were super clean, man. Like if those were a size 14 and a half in women's, I'd be interested. But um, these next ones, they seem to be men's. They're nothing about a woman's, but it's the uh, Sheila Rashad Rashid. uh, Yeah, Air Jordan 1 mid. Um, I like it. I like I always like gray and purple. I think it's a really clean combination. I like the material switch up. I'll look past the fact the fact that it's a mid and um, 
I just think it works. I think there's a lot of Jordan DNA in this Jordan one, which is kind of obvious because it's a Jordan one, but it's just different enough to where it still held all the elements, but it's different. So I'm feeling it. Yeah, I like this one, too. Um, I like the the suede, the suede tumbled leather kind of contrast. And then obviously the purple and gray just looks looks pretty dope to me. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know how these how limited these are going to be, but um, it it's definitely uh, uh, on the list. I don't I the list for the for All Star Weekend is going to be massive, though. So I don't know how long it'll last on the list, but uh, it's definitely on right now. Nightwing posted a photo. I was like, yeah, take my money. Uh, there's all these shoes coming out. There's so many. Yeah. So, so many. Um, so here we have another Jordan one. Like many years, the Jordan one is heavily featured. Um, this is just the Varsity Red. It's been called many things. The flipped breads. Flipped breads. Uh, flipped bands. I just said bread two times in a row. <laughs> but whatever. Um I like them. This is another shoe like the Jordan five off white that looks better in firsthand photos than they did in early fake photos. Um, And they're really clean, man. I think it's it's the way that the stamped wings logo looks. It looks older or like more. uh, I don't know. It looks like it was done in the old world stat in the old style. That makes sense. They're just clean. They're really nice. The limitedness of them is going to make it a difficult purchase, but I'm feeling them. Yeah, I think they look pretty dope. I don't know that uh, that I need them. I'd much rather have the the white and red uh, like version from the from the pack. But I think you know, obviously, the challenge of getting these will be way up there. Um, I just can't imagine this not being like the like most coveted shoe of the of the weekend to be honest it won't or it will be i think i think it will be i think it'll be the you know the the must have you know like the like you said the all all the shoes we've talked about so far like yeah the off-white will be you know everybody's going to try to get it but it's it's kind of in a world of its own because it's off-white you know in regards to like the rest of the shoes that we're, we're seeing they all have some sort of appeal but you know this is one of those shoes that you don't even have to be in the sneakers and you're going to see it and be like oh damn i would love to have those so um yeah good point i think the next shoe kind of fits into that same mold everybody's going to want to have it but unlike the jordan one reverse bread whatever you want to call it it's it's color blocking is much more bold it's a much more bold design and it's the jordan 3 fire red reminiscent of the dj khaled jordan 3s but at first i wasn't a fan because i don't wear a lot of all red shoes or bold red shoes um but i like these i like that it's really just a black cement with red instead of black so it could be a red cement if you want to call it that but um, I'm a huge fan of Jordan 3s. No shocker there. But uh, these are going to be on like the, the must-have slash really want to have list. Yeah, I think, I think this is uh, probably a must-have for a lot of people. I think the, uh, the, the couple things that I actually noticed about it, um, well, one is apparently there's a Chicago version that says shy on the back instead of air. Also, the tongue on this is a little bit shorter uh, and and it has like the the way the stitching is folded over. The stitching is almost on the it's more on the backside than a lot of the more recent Jordan three releases, which I think looks better. But I'm totally nerding, you know, getting into the weeds with my nerding out here. But it's I mean, it's just Jordan three is like a good looking shoe. And again, like. Chicago colorways, like you could have a million of them. So this is this would be an easy one if it's available. This is the shoes of firefighters around the world. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I think of like a big red fire truck in a good way when I see it. But um, I, I think it's 
probably not just me. Listeners, if you agree, let us know. But when the Jordan 3 has a gray tongue, it's it's perfect. Like I don't know why the gray tongue just works or what it does for me, but I love the damn gray tongue. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What's next here? Um I wouldn't go ahead. I wouldn't say the next I wanna say the next one. I've already seen some stuff from like Sneaker Center and some other outlets that the DMP Jordan 6 is not releasing around All-Star, but it's releasing later in the year. I don't care when they release it. This is one of the shoes where I will not be worried about paying retail because this is like, it was a grail for so long. Myself, like it probably grew out of my grail list as I knew more about sneakers. There's nothing wrong with liking the shoe so much you consider it a grail. But for me, it's kind of it's fallen out of like out of sight, out of mind type thing. But the second I saw it again, I fell in love all over. Like it's it's perfect. Use another word to describe the Jordan 6 DMP other than perfect. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just a beautiful shoe, right? It, it, if you're into sneakers, if you're if you're like of the age, you know, influenced by Michael Jordan, I feel like because he was so successful in the Jordan six, putting, you know, these kind of like quote championship colors onto it. And on top of it, you know, having the nostalgic kind of throwback to what, um, when did, when did the defining moments pack originally drop? Oh, six or Oh eight. I'm going to, I'm guessing it'd be Oh six. Um, but either way, it's just one of those things where it's it's compounded, oh, it's compounded nostalgia, uh, and yeah, it's it's just a beautiful shoe. So sign me up. Uh, I didn't see. Did this have the Jumpman on the back, or does it have Nike Air on the back? Jumpman, as it okay. should. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is kind of like a supermodel, like a Victoria's Secret model, where it's gorgeous. But you probably wouldn't want to take it home. I'm just kidding. But it's just like, it's just great to look at. Like, you could just look at these things all day. I, I could look at them all day and just marvel at them. Like a like an underwear model. I don't know where I was going with that. But uh, <laughs> they're gorgeous. I don't know. They're Yeah. Every positive word in terms of beauty describes that Jordan 6. But no. I digress. How dope would it be if Jordan just surprised everybody and dropped the 11s, the DMP Yo. 11s, with these? Uh, I'm just it putting that cool. out into the, the universe. I know it's not going to happen, but if it did, sign me up. Yeah, that would be... I would deal with that double box. Let's put it that way. I'd find a way <laughs> to deal with it. Um, so the next one here, it's kind of just on the release radar. We talked about it briefly on one of our last episodes, but the Jordan six racer, uh, pardon me, Jordan nine racer blue. Um, I super like it. Incredibly clean. I'm not going to play myself though, by thinking that the fourth pair of Jordan nines are going to fit better on me. So I'm not going to buy them, but I very much appreciate this shoe. So I, uh, um, I'm kind of with you. Like, I think it looks really dope. I don't think it'd be something that I would wear frequently enough. Um, I'm on the lookout for some more Air Jordan 9s, hopefully coming down the road. I think that um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of opportunity on that shoe specifically to uh, like revisit some of the color themes that other Jordans have had because it's just a clean shoe. And uh, I, I personally still need to get some of the uh, original like black and white and red and uh, some of the Carolina joints too. But these ones are a pass, unfortunately. Sorry. Um, it's one of those shoes that fall victim to like the log jam that can be shoe releases. Normally happens around Christmas time when there's a lot of Air Jordan releases, but uh, February can do it too. Just nothing wrong with them. Just not quite on the need basis. Uh, 
Next up, we have one of my favorite designs. Historically, I like the Russell Westbrook. Why not one and two? The third one falls right in line. It's so Russell Westbrook. It's so bold. It's so different. It's so flavorful. It's so extra. It's it's, it's everything um, that I really kind of want in the basketball shoe. And I think it's what made Adidas basketball shoes look so good. Pretty much from like 20, say 2010 to now. Because they're always so futuristic. They're always like a step out there, like out of the box. And I think the why not 0.3 is very much out of the box in a good way. I agree. I think the, uh, I think the kind of, even though it's, it's the design is like crazy modern over the top. I think the colors and the like placements of stuff have like a bunch of retro kind of feel to it too. And like you said, it's, it's like perfectly Russell Westbrook. Um, honestly, like this would be one of those shoes that I hope hits like the hash wall at Nike and you can pick up for, you know, 60 to 70 dollar range i don't know if this colorway will but yeah it's super dope and honestly like i'm a i'm one of those people that always appreciates a good midfoot strap so uh translucent on top of that i, I would definitely rock these these I, this is one of those shoes that you wear just because people are going to ask you what the hell's up with your shoes you know uh-huh that's <laughs> what the hell's up with those shoes <laughs> that's a that's a good way of putting it. Um, the next up, the Jordan 34 SE, which I'm sure you can attest to this also. I didn't know you can make the 34 better. And I don't know if this does it, but my one, my one critique of the Jordan 34, and this is solely from a performance standpoint, that the laces have a hard time staying super tight Like you could be at the bottom of the lace ring and be pulling really hard but by the next time you're at the next lace it loosens up already so maybe this will help reduce that problem but all in all the 34 is a is a modern day classic it's a great shoe these will just be easier to put on so i'm all for it yeah i think they you said it perfectly it's one of those shoes that i don't i wouldn't have thought that they could actually make better but this one might be better i mean it it looks super dope with the zipper it looks super dope with like that you know cross stitch pattern up the middle of the foot and the shoe itself is is already like one of my favorites so I'm uh I'm looking forward to these. I'm I'm kind of curious if if the I mean if you look back at like the SE Jordan releases of the past, right? Typically there was only, you know, two or three colorways that landed on the SE. So, I'm wondering if they do any other colorways or if it's just this particular one that uh kind of is the, the the only one that makes I w- I would assume they're going to try some different colorways, but this this particular one looks super dope too because I think the uh, like the midfoot, like that that bridge section in the midfoot with like that almost like deep red kind of uh, almost like I don't know, it's not chrome, but you know, it's like got that like almost like color changing finish. Yeah, it just looks so good. I think ten years from now, the thirty four is going to be really highly remembered, fondly remembered. This is such a good shoe. Um, yeah, I love it. So, I mean, on to the next one from Jordan Brand. Another Jordan one. This one's a women's only, but people like myself, Nick and Stanley will be very happy to know that they're coming out in a women's 15. So that opens up the door a lot. Um, and it's the UNC to Chicago Air Jordan one with the red toe box and the UNC blue heel. Ah, like if you put a gun to my head and said, buy these, I wouldn't fight you about it. But I don't know, man. It's just it's 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 right there on the cusp of being a shoe I really, really like and a shoe I'm just 
huh, okay, those are cool. Like, okay on. So I can't put my finger on it. What do you think? Uh, it's tough, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I would, would, I don't know that I'm, I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm into it, but I think it could be one of those shoes that if you see enough of it or see people wearing it, it ends up like, you know, passing the tipping point for me. Um, as of right now, I'm going to say that I don't need these. I'm not, I'm not going to not interested but that could easily change so here's another beautiful thing about jordan ones there's so many gr colorways even of og highs like i think of the bloodlines and um that other varsity red one from a couple months ago i don't know if you remember what i'm talking about but just there's just so many quality jordan one releases that even if you're not a fan of shoes you can see this shoe sitting in a store and be like, man, I want to get those and feel really good about it. And sneakerheads will appreciate it, or at least they should if they're not a dick. Um, they should appreciate that purchase and think, man, you were able to get something that you really like and looks really good and is within the realm of sneakerhead. And it's approachable. It's just that's kind of convoluted of a thought. But basically what it comes down to is your average Joe can buy this and feel really premium because it is premium, but it also brings in the more avid collector. It's just a good all around shoe, you know? Yeah. I, so uh, here's, here's my question on this particular colorway. If I think if you just took away the like UNC to Chicago story, and you swapped in all the UNC blue in place of all the Chicago red, you know, and this becomes like a black UNC colorway. To me, that's 100% cop. Like, I would much rather see it done that way than seeing it done with the two colorways. But I, I understand the story, um, and I think it's kind of cool. But I don't know. If, if you saw that in, like, Carolina and black, would you want it or does it change anything for you? My dumb ass almost said, why wouldn't you want to put all red? But then it becomes a bread Jordan one. So never mind. <laughs> um, that's a great point though. Cause looking at it, I think it would look better if it was a UNC toe box, but in the same breath, the red gives it a little pop. It's, it's different. So, you know, like the crimson tint ones, um, they're not for everybody, but when you see them in the street, you should appreciate them. I'm all about passer buyer appreciation. If you haven't noticed by this podcast, <laughs> be nice to people passing you appreciate. If you like shoes and you're listening to this podcast, you should be able to appreciate shoes. Agreed. hundred uh, percent. So, I mean, all right. Now we're kind of dipping into Nike basketball. We're off the Jordan tip. Unless there's a Jordan that we forgot and you want to bring up before we transition. Uh, Anything come to mind? Nope, but I'm excited for this next shoe. And I am not as excited. Like I am because I like Iron Man and I'm going to tell myself these are the Iron Man Kyrie sixes. But uh, we have the Kyrie six trophies, which... All right, I've heard two different like two different interpretations. So one of them is that it celebrates the Bulls championship run, or I guess both of the three peats. But on the very bottom of the tongue, it says six nineteen sixteen. But if I remember correctly, that is the game Kyrie hit the jump shot three, the go ahead three against Steph Curry in the finals. Um. I don't know which one it is. I would lean towards the stitching on them. But I've talked about this and I, I'm falling out of love with like newer crazy Nike basketball shoes. On the basketball court, these 100% work and I would put in work with the shoe. But if I put on a pair of joggers and a t-shirt, like this is a little too loud for me. 
And I know that it doesn't make any damn sense having just said I like the Russell Westbrook shoe. <laughs> it makes no sense. But uh, this red patent leather doesn't do it for me anymore. Um, I don't know, man. It's just they're good, just not good for me. So I like to think of these as the uh, the 49ers 2020 Super Bowl champion Kyrie sixes personally. Yeah, I, I'm kind of confused as to the story that's been pushed out about these two, because obviously that date has nothing to do with with Chicago or with the Bulls. But yet that's kind of the the homage to Chicago's hometown for All Star Weekend is the storyline. So um, I don't know, maybe maybe hopefully I think with a lot of this stuff, like there's the stories don't get translated from the brands all the way through. So hopefully we get to hear a little bit more about this or, or some in-depth connection here that, that kind of ties it all together. But I think the colorway looks super dope. I think Kyrie six is one of those shoes that is surprisingly um, one of the, one of the, like, I don't know, like I actually like a lot of the Nike basketball stuff right now, but I typically don't buy a whole lot of signature models you know, I try to get like one, I should, shouldn't say that. I try to get like a few each year. So I at least can kind of experience them, stay in the loop, et cetera. Um, but I haven't picked up a Kyrie and the, the six is, uh, this, this particular one is probably going to be the one. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You're a Niners fan and there's nothing wrong with the shoe either. It's just, I just, it's not my style anymore as much. They're still good shoes, though. Um, these next ones really aren't my shoe, <laughs> based off what I Kyrie. <laughs> but um, the LeBron 17 Monstars, um, storytelling, A1. Like, they look like a Monstar. They're just, they're not for me. These, these are for a different generation. And I think listeners who are of different generations from either Nick or myself, um, well, you're you're millennial still, right? Or are you Gen X, technically? I I think technically I'm Gen X, but I'm really a millennial at heart. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> I mean, if you're like a straight up old head, like these may not be for you either. But if you're a youngin, I would say anybody underneath the age of like 23, these are straight fire. Especially if you're hooping regularly, double fire. Like. It's a great shoe. The jersey collection's really, really clean. Um, I'm just going to save these. And this is why I don't resell shoes to resell shoes. I would not buy this shoe if it was limited to have it to resell. I'm going to leave it there for somebody to cop and enjoy. So I'm going to leave this here for somebody to cop and enjoy. So I think that I think this shoe is super dope. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not like the huge Space Jam fan. But obviously the storyline is important in sneaker world. And I think that LeBron kind of taking it over for the next Space Jam 2 is super dope. Like you said, the jerseys actually look really good. Um, What I'm really confused about is like, why is this shoe coming out for All-Star Weekend 2020 when the movie isn't supposed to be out to like 2021, right? It just seems like this whole thing wasn't thought through. Um, it, It almost feels like you could say the same thing with like the, the Nike or the Kyrie six too. And I'm wondering like if there's better tie-ins to the storytelling for the rest of the Nike basketball stuff. So they're really kind of like, not kind of, they've completely departed from traditional all-star packs. Now it's more just what each player is bringing to the table or what they're working on in the side or like Kyrie uh, two years ago, had like the was it Roy Kit or what was it called? Yeah, Roy Kit, that brand. Oh, yeah, Rocket. Yeah, yeah Rocket. Those like bring other, they'll bring in other things and kind of have each player do their own thing. And that's cool. Um, but you're ne- I don't think we're gonna see that unified message across a pack for All Star for a hot minute. They're gonna, they're gonna let that sit. Uh, yeah, and I don't think they necessarily have to have the unified message, but I think just like there's a huge disconnect between these two specifically, right? Where like the Kyrie 6 is a uh, both of these are great colorways and the shoes are awesome. 
but the the storyline just doesn't align with anything that's going on, right? It's like, okay, well, that's not really bull's colors if you're throwing gold in there. And the the Monstars stuff, you know, should be coming out around the time of the movie. So you get to the, the you know, you get to kind of connect with the, the general consumer and the bigger audience that's going to watch the movie as opposed to just the people that are buying the sneakers. So, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I digress. I think, you know, the the kind of next the next one the pg4 gatorade for all-star um like the crazy tie-dye is more the kind of uh i guess like traditional things that i would expect where it's like oh you know like who doesn't think about you know gatorade or like you know any of the like nostalgic type stuff kind of being revisited for all-star weekend and doing like the crazy colorway on this one with that like kind of one piece zipped up or shroud, whatever you want to call it is uh to me is super dope. So, I mean, I don't know what the retail on that one is, but that might be something that I pick up just cause it's one of those like obnoxiously loud colorways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, I just don't like Gatorade. I mean, I like drinking Gatorade, but like we talked about this with the Jordan ones and the other Paul George four that's recently released. Once you put Gatorade on there, like I'm no longer interested. I'm gonna save these for the kids again. Just that's fair. It's, it's so it's so funny how I tell myself no more retro Jordans, but I have way more love for retro Jordans right now on this list than I do Nike basketball. And historically, I'm a Nike basketball f- fanboy. I still love it dearly, but this year is just it's not my year. Um, I'll probably still pick one up though, because I think I have one All Star shoe from every year back to like the LeBron six, I have at least one of the athletes that's whatever. <laughs> I'm sure that's another sneakerhead problem. Just buying shoes to collect or to continue lineages. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well I had this one. I have that one. I better get this one too. Yep. For sure. One thousand percent. Um, so next up here, these might be the one I cop of all of them. It's the Zoom Freak Employee of the Month. Um, another coming to America. If you've seen the movie, which I like to think most people have, if you haven't, go watch it. Um, all the Whack Donald's employees wear uniforms that look like the shoe. Um, that that point alone makes me interested. Um, I just don't wear a lot of plaid shoes, so like they're not on like my Insta buy list, but. It's my favorite storytelling of every shoe so far, including the next one. Um, and just, I love Giannis. Like he's, he, he's doing what like Hakeem couldn't do where he's really good at portraying himself. There might be at times small, small language barriers, but they're so minuscule and they help add to him. That it just makes me like him more. Like he isn't, I could sing his praise all day, man. This Giannis is just one of those transcendent talents. And the first shoe is really good. I don't know why I'm talking about Giannis so much, but it's just him alone makes me want to buy this shoe. Cause he's just, he's great, man. I've never seen anybody like him. He's a, yeah, th- th- this is my pick of the Nike basketball is this Giannis shoe. Let me just pull it back around. Yeah, I think I think, you know, that's part of my uh, part of the appeal for like the PG line, too, for me is like, I just really like Paul George. He seems like a really good dude. And I, same thing with Giannis, right? Like this issue, I, I don't I probably would never wear this. So it's probably not on the list, but I definitely need to get a pair of the Zoom Freaks. Um, it's a. It, it's 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 such a well tied in storyline though. Right. Like this is kind of where it's almost like this shoe makes the LeBron and the Kyrie's look bad. Even the, even the PG four Gatorade look bad because it's so intertwined in everything that's been going on in the storylines that have been floating around. And this is kind of like how I see like the, the flaws in the other one, because this is what like the successful way to tie everything together and have that story. So people are like, oh, yeah, I saw that in the movie. Now I'm going to go get these shoes because the movie was so good and I like the player and I like the story and all that stuff. So um, it's a, these are past for me, but 
definitely I appreciate them. And it's all about appreciation. Like we circle back around appreciation of shoes. Um, so this next one, the Don C collab, and we spent a whole we spent a whole episode talking about how much we love Don C. So shout out to him. I now know that this is the Chicago flag colorway, but it's the KD twelve. Um, I would say the cleanest pair, like the most easily wearable shoe of the entire collection. But even when I go to McDonald's now, I say I'm going to whack Donald's. So that's very strong. So that's why I, I would purchase the Giannis above it. But um, these are a close second in terms of uh, Robbie appeal. This is KD 12. So this, this is definitely my favorite of the Nike basketball. Um, like at least of the, the, colorways because the chicago flag colorway is like the combination is really dope to me um i'm sure you know don c putting his name on it this should do really well releasing all-star weekend with all-star in chicago um if you're if you're from chicago i'm assume you're wanting this pair just to be like just to represent right it's it's a great way to yeah like you have all the bull stuff but this is like the new you know kind of uh, like the, this is just a cool way to, to bring everything together in my opinion, where, um, you know, like, I guess going back to the, the beginning of the conversation, I feel like Chicago Bulls colorways are a dime a dozen. And this one actually stands out a little bit more. looks like it has like the, um, 773, you know, area code on the heel and obviously the flag details on the tongue and the colors. Um, I just think it's good looking shoe. Very good looking shoe. Um, and this, the more I look at it, it, it grows on me even more. Um, this having the stars around the KD logo is a really, really nice touch. Um, yeah, just a very, a very good shoe. Um, rounding out our list. I would say is easily my favorite Nike of all of the offerings. Well, okay. No. So, I take that back. So we're still going to talk about the Don C Nike Air, which is kind of a hybrid between the one and the two. Um, again, using that same Chicago flag colorway. Um, super clean. I don't know what else to say about them other than in, it's the exact same Don C Air Force from a couple of years ago, just in blue and red. And that's totally okay with me. Yeah, I mean having the little detail on the back, like it's not necessarily um, like, obviously I'm not like a big air force one person. So these aren't going to be on, on my cop list, but I think the, the Chicago color, the, the flag colorway again, and having the little like kind of nod to the, to the air force three with that heel cap is pretty dope. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting too. Cause like there's also the, the um i want to say it's the chicago the city pack um air force ones which are all lows um and and those are like this kind of wild all over like almost like a what the air force one with like polka dots and um you know like safari print and snakeskin looking stuff and it's kind of nice to see like the contrast of like that pack of, you know, the, the air force one lows like Chicago pack and having the Don C shoe, which is like super low key. I mean, obviously it's like a, a light blue, which is kind of kind of stand out, but like in terms of like the, just over the topness of the Chicago pack, this is kind of like the opposite. And I think a much more wearable, like, you know, easier sell again for, especially for people that are, you know, from Chicago or in Chicago. Like, I mean, it's a no brainer if, if I'm from Chicago. If you're Oscar, this is a no brainer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It's just, if you're about it, it's a no brainer. I'm also not the biggest air force one fan, especially not air force highs, but, um, they're clean. Like he's again, appreciate the shoe. One that is not on this list and is no questions asked. My Instacop 
I'm going to put in every raffle I can. I'm going to go cross state lines trying to buy this shoe. I'm going to double up on it. The LeBron 7 All-Star Retro. And I'm not just saying this because it's retroing, but historically in my brain, when I've laid there awake at night saying, if I had a magic genie and he told me to pick five LeBrons that released, what five would I pick? This one is always on the list. Like the baby blue hardwood 3M detailing they have throughout the mudguard is absolutely gorgeous. Like it's much like the Kobe five of the same year. Um, this, the wood grain detailing was fucking full. It was this phenomenal. It was flawless. It looked so good. Um, it's so understated, but in the right light, it's overstated. So it's just, man, I get like a half chub thinking about that shoe. Like I love, (laughs) I love L O V E that shoe. Oh man. Well, um, on that note, uh, (laughs) no. Um, so last but not least, I actually, uh, wanted to, uh, I mean, so we, I think we missed a, a couple of things, right? There's the Air Jordan 34 uh, Jordan Unite collection, which oh. basically is like white chrome with a little bit of red detailing that pays homage to the Chicago transit system. Uh, I think it's fire. I don't know if it's if it's like a must cop because I think I'd rather have the SE with the zipper. Um, and then the other thing that I think we should just at least touch on is the fact that Converse uh, has a a small like all-star pack releasing, which is their like modernized uh, all-star pro BB. They're doing a low and a high, but I actually think that the Carolina and the like the white and Carolina and the white and red pro leathers uh, coming back are uh, pretty dope. I don't know what the retail is going to be on those, but I might have to pick me up a pair of those. 130. I'm kidding, but I would guess 130 because when it's nicer materials, they jack it up 10 bucks. So I would say 120 up to 130. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a little much, but hopefully they'll come down a little bit and you get them around the 70, $80 mark. Now we're talking. So. That's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty solid list of, uh, of of shoes dropping for All Star Weekend. Let us know what you think is actually uh, a must cop. Let us know what you're actually going to pick up. Um, man, there's so many. It's impossible. Like you would have to spend a few grand easy to be able to get everything. So I'm uh, I'm definitely curious to see what's going to go quickly and what's going to last a little bit longer. Oh, we didn't also we didn't mention I mean, we mentioned it, I think, in the last episode, but the other shoe that's dropping All Star Weekend uh, is the Adapt BB 2.0. Right. So there's another. Uh, I mean, uh, man, 400, that's 400 bucks, which is way out of my price range, but I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have a couple shoes off this list than that one shoe. But I do think that the uh, the Adapt BB 2.0 is pretty fire. Yo, 400. Yeah, four hundred retail. The last one was three hundred. Yeah, time, times are tough, man. Price is going up everywhere. So, a <laughs> hundred dollar uh, markup in one year. Oof. Jesus. I mean, I think we forgot about it just because it's not a quote unquote all star shoe, but it's just a shoe. Well, I guess a lot of these shoes aren't all star shoes per se, but um, yeah. I just thought, figured I'd mention it since it's supposed to be releasing um, like the 16th. I think it's they're releasing it in Chicago on the 13th and then it'll hit uh, Nike dot com for app on the 16th. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good options for everybody out there. Let us know what you're copping, what's on your radar. Uh, I'm 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 with Robbie. I'll I'll be. uh I'll be hard pressed to get some of those all-star LeBron sevens. I haven't got any of the retros yet, but uh, that's definitely one of the craziest colorways of that shoe. And yeah, that's about it for me. Anything else for you, Robbie? Do not go see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie 
other than that, yeah. <laughs> it was horrifying. Right on. <laughs> um, but do go see Coming to America. Yeah, right? go watch that, that man. Go rewatch it. Go familiarize yourself with the King of Zamunda. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you can catch me at Nick Engvall on all platforms. More importantly, just follow at Sneaker History. And uh, if you want some more content from us, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash sneaker history. We put up uh, an additional episode of the podcast and, and some other photos, stories, content throughout the week. So uh, check us out there and make sure you follow Robbie. Robbie, let them know how they can find you. You can find me chasing down the truck with a pair of LeBron 7s in the back of it. But um, you can find me online at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. And again, all the sneaker history. Right on. And I appreciate everybody dropping reviews. We definitely are uh, thankful for you taking that extra moment to do that because it really means a lot to helping us grow this community. And that's what we're trying to do. So we appreciate you all and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Take it easy, everybody. Hey everyone, this is Nick again. Before you take off, I want to ask a couple favors of you. If you're interested in more episodes of the podcast, consider becoming a member of our Patreon page, where we drop additional episodes, host monthly giveaways, and even help you hunt for your grails. You can find us at patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Also, sign up for our email newsletter at sneakerhistory.com slash email. We send out weekly updates on the footwear business and give you insight into what we're working on in sneaker history. Last but not least, take a second to tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how much it means to someone, and it might even plant the seeds for something even bigger. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.